0: door door NYC and I don't know why I decided to break my podcast into seasons some weird OCD maybe which I don't really usually have but maybe with this one I do Um, I decided to do a first season which I never even thought I would get to do and I'm starting episode 11 as a new season, and the subject for this one today is what I want versus where I am comfortable, and I am usually one to try to break away from being stagnant in life in general and I'm a risk a risk taker almost in everything in my life I tend to follow my instincts I am quite spontaneous I love Doing things last minute and follow my passions and I guess whatever kind of drives me at the moment. My my drives are usually connected to some sort of a mental state. It's not not a negative thing like if I'm craving traveling or going to shoot the sunrise or sunset or meeting a friend or karaoke or listening to jazz and walking in the park. I don't usually plan things ahead too much, which was kind of a culture shock when I moved here because, especially when I had children, because everything was so planned out. Everything needed to be agreed upon in advance. You know, you schedule a phone call. I have, a, I have a, on my calendar a monthly Zoom meeting every fourth, I think it's every fourth or every fifth Monday at night with a bunch of my girlfriends that used to live in Brooklyn and now we're spread out everywhere around the country and boroughs. And we hardly ever keep them, but when we do... It's the same Zoom link and it's the same Monday and it has to be arranged ahead of time because it seems like everything needs to be planned. And I'm not usually a person who plans everything. I kind of like to go with what I feel at the moment. Um, It's not that I don't have routines and schedules, I do, but when there are things that fall outside the necessities of waking up in the morning, going to work, taking care of the children, you know, activities that have have been already predetermined, stuff like that, I'm, I'm just not the one to plan things so much in advance because... I think that when the time comes if I'm not really into it or in or it doesn't work out for certain reasons I just it will throw me off balance and I would feel like I'm doing something just because I committed to do it and not because I want to But with that said <laughs> I'm a very driven person in my career. I think my career is one of those things where I kind of rolled with the punches, but there was always a goal in mind. And and I seen it very clearly. I moved here to this country at the age of 20 by myself with the intent of working in the field that I'm working. And everything that had to do with my career, even if I had to take different turns and different avenues and different, careers, short-term jobs, and hustle my way through um, climbing the ladder, I guess, I I always had this very strong idea of where I want to get to and what I want to do next. And I've reached those goals all along the way with a lot of hard work and dedication. And whenever I got skewed in a way it didn't matter because it it was there to support the ultimate goal and it's one of the only things i think that and motherhood that i knew for a fact that this is what i want to do this is where i want to be this is what i'm thriving for and no matter the obstacles and challenges I made it through and and I reached it. And I keep setting new goals for myself in in those instances and situations. But everywhere else in my life I kind of wanted to have some sort of sense of freedom in, in my choices that had no particular goal attached to them. And I think that's how I balance myself in life. I feel like I have that side of me that is very dedicated, driven and focused and, you know, might not work out the way I want to particularly or not in the length of time that I thought or not in the process that I thought, but it's okay because then I have this other side of me. That can just wake up in the morning and three days later be in Iceland and then Amsterdam and then Berlin and then France and do couch surfing at the age of 37. Or get on a flight to Hawaii to see my best friend because I missed her so much. Or, you know, I don't know, go to a last-minute concert in a desert. Um, They just, there's, there's that side of me that kind of gives me this sense of living and being alive and letting life kind of happen to me with me, um, experiencing it fully. And then there's this other side when it comes to relationships and I'm talking about romantic relationships, partnerships as I like to call them because ideally they have some sort of balancing equalities Um, with them I seem to be comfortable not rocking the boat too much and staying in some sort of comfortable place even when it's uncomfortable and then comes this conflict of what I want what I need, what am I getting, what am I, I guess, receiving, it's even better, what am I allowing to receive, and then versus just being comfortable there. Because there's something with being comfortable that highlights a sense of safety even though that safety could be false at times or there is no safety or the sense of safety is some sort of an illusion that the mind created in order to stay because it is easy easier to stay with the familiar than it is with something new or something that you don't know yet. And that takes a lot of conditioning and I'm not talking about the same thing that people are talking about lately a lot. I mean, I've been hearing about narcissism so much in the last few months. It's crazy. Um, I can't say I know that much but I've definitely read a lot and there's this need to tag people as narcissists in certain situations Um, so I'm not talking about that kind of conditioning I'm talking about self-conditioning where we condition ourselves to A situation and we adjust ourselves to a situation and a person if we are in a healthy relationship we're able to keep the sense of self within that and live parallel to each other and kind of touch and go in different places within each other and with each other But if the relationship has some sort of disconnects from both sides that are not taken care of, there is this sense of loss. And many times when we love someone so much, we want to overcome them. And again, in a healthy relationship, you would engage in conversations, you would be open to working through them maybe seek therapy to get some tools to um, bridge the gap, whether it's culture, um, emotional, uh, relational, um, background, there's so much. I mean, the older we get, the harder it is to be completely clean in who we are and we bring a lot of baggage and triggers and traumas and experiences and even if we didn't have trauma and we have an amazing life and we had an amazing childhood we, there's still things that are built into our character that can conflict with another person in any relationship it doesn't have to be romantic but when we want a relationship to succeed many times we opt to kind of, I don't know if to be blind is the right word, but to work through the issues and sometimes they're not workable or it's too much to engage in them in a way that requires more work because you're exhausted by many other life's issues and concerns and situations that take priority and you just Lose a little bit and chip a little bit of yourself to give in to the other person and live comfortably on the surface. So it works and it could sustain until you get to the point where either you break or the other person breaks or you just reach a point where you're like that's it we need to take care of this And, and then you decide to take care of it and both of you are in it and if you are and that would be great situation for anybody then you actually can probably overcome it but if you're conditioning yourself to constantly chip at yourself and your needs and your values and your feelings you get to the point where you are comfortable with the familiar but you're not truly comfortable and for many years I chose subconsciously the beginning and I think very consciously later in many relationships even at work less at work but definitely in friendships and and romantic relationships I chose the familiar because it was comfortable to deal with something I knew what to expect and how to handle and how to work around and how to quiet when needed and how to speak up when possible and how to walk on eggshells and, and how to not lose my sanity but still survive it for the greater good of keeping the relationship. Because it was familiar and because it was scarier for me, the unknown, more than anything else. As opposed to, as I mentioned before, motherhood that is ever changing and challenging, which I embraced from day one and and ride it all the way. And um and my career. Because whenever I reached a situation in my career where it was familiar, not challenging, I felt like I lost a sense of integrity, or my beliefs were shattered and and challenged, or and I've been in many situations like that actually. Or some sort of toxic workplace, which there are a lot in production, so many, and I think the Me Too move, movement kind of brought a lot of those stories out, but I'm talking beyond um sexual abuse or or those kind of situations more of like workplace toxic relationships and abuse of power so in those situations it was very easy for me to say hey stop no i'm about to lose this job probably about to lose this relationship and friendship and colleagues and and maybe burn a bridge here which I'm not a huge advocate of in any situation especially in a small industry but sometimes you kind of have to stand up for yourself and say no this is where I put my foot down this is not who I am this is where I step away even though I'm taking a huge risk on my career because my integrity or my work-life balance or my sanity Is more important but for some reason in other relationships and I've gotten better with that with regards to friendships it's hard for me to step away when it comes to love and I stay in the familiar and I stay in the comfortable esque I would say because I know what it is and because anything other than that scares me so much or maybe it's the thought about not being able to be comfortable again in a good way with another person or even find that other person that I can be myself fully and before that point where you kind of start chipping at yourself. Though I do, I do believe that there's some sort of balancing and compromising in relationships where you kind of tweak some things about each side of the relationship and and find some sort of a good place where you keep a sense of self and and beliefs and core beliefs, but also find a way to. Adjust and kind of dance with the other partner. I feel like it's a dance a, a good relationship is a dance and it's not a tango Because <laughs> that's when it's not working But it's more like I don't know salsa <laughs> It could be intense. It could be sensual. It could be Provocative But it's it's very fluid and that's the word I was looking for fluid I think in a relationship, we as human beings kind of have to be fluid in any relationship. We cannot be very stern about everything. I'm sure there's things that we kind of have to stick to, even though I believe that even those can change with time. But for the most part, there has to be some sort of fluidity in in the process and that makes me want to think about finding a salsa class I need to learn how to dance it (laughs) Um, so one of my biggest challenges this this time around and going forward is to respect myself enough And believe in the sense that things work out or that I can allow myself to be in a certain situation again where I can build on it and create a healthy place for me within a relationship and that staying in a place that is comfortable and familiar versus a place where my needs are met and the other person's needs are met equally, or at least in a fluid way where it balances over time, is more important and is key to being happy in a relationship. For both sides, not just for one person. And I think it takes a lot of communication, and I think it takes a lot of effort, and I know a lot of people said to me before that love shouldn't be work or relationship should not be work, or they are work, but they shouldn't be a job, and I've heard so many things, but I think it really boils down to perspective if there's something that you really want, like I wanted that career or a motherhood. It could be. A job sometimes it could be a lot of work but it's worth it at the end as long as we don't chip at ourselves completely and as long as the other side is as fluid as we are in that dance and it's a big thing to do it's a big lesson I mean I don't know how many people are struggling with the same thing I feel like many of us, especially in long-term relationships of years and years and marriages, kind of feel like we lose the sense of ourselves. Um, Do I believe that it has to be that way? No. I do believe that you can have a long-term relationship without needing to do that. But I also do believe that the longer the relationship is, and depending on when it started in your life whether you were in a stable place or were you already in a place of changes it kind of changed the dynamic and it means that one or both sides are probably going to go through processes throughout the relationship that they're going to evolve and and change and hopefully grow and it could be scary and it could be intimidating it could be unfamiliar which again brings that sense of fear of what is this where is this going who is this person in front of me but if there is that fluidity there is also the ability to accept the changes and join them or embrace them or add to them and that's what I'm thriving for at this point of my life Um, Not just, again, in romantic, even though that is probably where I I have this issue the most. But also in my friendships, long-term friendships. I've seen many friendships change over time because we change. And I've seen it work, and I've seen it grow, and I've seen it mature. And I've also seen how it could contribute to a separation or an ending of a friendship. And the ones that last, you want to put that effort into them. You basically want to put the effort into anything that the other person wants to put the effort with you in it. So, um, yeah new goal, new, new lesson, new season, new episode. This one was definitely not planned. But it's, it's me embarking on a new experience in a different way. And I want that different way because I wanna become better at being myself in a relationship because I think I can give a lot more of myself in that way. And hopefully find another person who also gives the same in return. So with that said, Thank you for listening if you're listening, thank you for sharing if you're sharing. Thank you for commenting and DMing on my Instagram. Thank you for following or downloading. And for those who commented this podcast is on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google and the other ones and it's also tied somewhat to what i post in prose poetry and photography on my instagram page which carries the same name dor dor nyc i again thank you for being here and appreciate your support and i hopefully um, see you very soon